Welcome to Fentech FM, a series of podcasts where we focus on various aspects of the coffee and vending world. Sounds fun, right? Alongside the suppliers, customers, and everyone else in between, we'll give you a unique look at what we're about, what's truly important, and an ever-changing and surprisingly interesting industry. Crane Merchandising Systems is a segment of Crane Co., a diversified manufacturer of highly engineered industrial products with a substantial presence in a number of focused niche markets across 26 countries. Since the 4th of July, 1855, when R.T. Crane founded Crane Co., manufacturing has been at the heart of every crane business. Pioneering and visionary, R.T. Crane established a business that sought to continuously drive improvements both in its products and in its processes. Today, we call this the Crane Business System. I'm Jamie Cochran, National Sales Manager for Refreshment Systems Limited. Today, I'm with Area Sales and Account Manager David Bamford and Sales Director Paul Shattuck to talk about Crane's 166 years worth of experience. Hello, gents. Hi, Jamie. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, we're all good. Thank you. Good, good. Who are David Bamford and Paul Shattuck? Okay, so I'm Paul Shattuck. I'm the uh, Sales Director for, for Crane UK and um, I've been at Crane for 10 years now and have 17 right. years experience in the industry. I've previously worked for our competitor, um, NNW. Right. Um, bit of a background. Uh, my background is in engineering. I was an engineer when I left school at 16. I did my apprenticeship uh, in electronics engineering, migrated into uh, a role of supply and service support on EPOS systems. Yeah. And then found myself in payment systems um, and, and by chance ended up working with NNW on their cashless system called SIP um, at the time. Right, okay. Uh, from there, I moved, I moved to, to NNW to support that product. Uh, and then seven years after that, I came and joined Crane. And um, yeah, it's been an interesting journey yeah, yeah. in the 10 years. I uh, worked my way from area sales manager through to sales director. Um, just recently been made sales director in the last, since April. All so right, yeah, cool. it's been interesting times. Brilliant. Yeah. David? Yeah, so uh, I'm David. I've uh, been with Crane. Uh, this is actually into my 21st year now, so... Uh, it's not just, long, just, <laughs> Yeah, not long. Just celebrating <laughs> my 20 years in se- September. Um, sure. But yeah, been in, been in the vending industry since leaving college in uh, summer 88. Right. Uh, so I actually joined a family-owned vending company who were doing food, vending, cleaning. Yeah. Um, but I, I went to work for the vending company cooking the food in the cook chill fat uh, system that actually got, went into shopatrons. Didn't even know what a shopatron was back then. Right, but, yeah, uh, yeah. I was cooking the food that went into there. Graduated through that company, doing the cooking. Then I went into the transport side of the business, uh, yeah. delivering the food. Right. And then I ran that delivery side of the business. But I just really interested in the technical side. Yeah. Uh, of what the Shoppertron was or what the Twintron was back then, the yeah, yeah. Crane National Vendors. So, um, uh, and then I joined Crane uh, in 17th of September, 2001. Wow. And, uh, and then recently, so I did 20 years as a service engineer for Crane and then uh, recently got promoted, uh, or some people say demoted into into sales, but people keep calling it going over to the dark side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so that was first of June. I started as a area sales manager, account manager yeah. for Northern uh, England, yeah, yeah. all of Scotland and Ireland region. So, uh, so yeah, 
Yeah, definitely a step up into sales. Well, it's a step up into sales, isn't it? It's hard work. No, I know. <laughs> so who are Crane? Give us a bit of background. So I think you kind of touched on a few points in your, in your opening, opening piece. So Crane was formed back in 1855 by Richard Taylor Crane. And we really are a, a niche engineering company that, uh, and a highly diversified. So we, we work within four categories or divisions. Uh, we have the payment and machines, which is the division that myself and David work for. Yeah. Um, we have um, aerospace and electronics. Uh, we have engineering and materials. And then we have fluid handling, which is the original business of, of Crane, which uh, Richard Taylor Crane started. So right. in simple terms, it's it's a bit like um, commercial plumbing part. So pumps, valves, that kind of, that's yeah, the original yeah. division of, of Crane. Um, I think Richard Taylor Crane found a niche in the market at the time, whilst uh, in, in the US where skyscrapers are starting to be built. There's yeah. opportunities to, um, where, where buildings needed this plumbing, high engineered, plumbing systems yeah, yeah. Uh, and, that, and that's where that niche came about uh, and Crane really has really followed that reputation all along we were always involved in niche engineering um, solutions so yeah. obviously now vending but beyond vending it's payment systems un- unattended vending uh, unattended retail really is where the market is for, for the division that myself and David work in today yeah it's a fascinating business and it's full of history um, yeah I mean, 160 years, that's I know. It's crazy, isn't it? It's it, like... it is a crazy time. <laughs> and, you know, and I, and I strongly believe that Crane as a business is getting stronger year on year as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, we continue to grow our businesses. We continue to uh, invest in our people, uh, which is really important for myself. People like David, we're investing in, in getting the best out of individuals. And that's yeah. something we're really strong at doing as a business is yeah, support yeah. our own. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. I, I kind of, my next question was, kind of answered a little bit but because well i think it's crazy the first vending machine was invented in 18 1883 which is yeah. <laughs> mad to me but then 30 years that was 30 years after crane started so what were crane doing at the beginning i know you've kind of touched on that a little bit but I, I guess it's more like what what were they doing and how did it come into kind of this side where we rsl deal with your vending machines day in day out we we highly rate your kit and obviously we, we use it for a reason and it's it's come from somewhere, but what kind of yeah, how did what's that journey? Yeah. How did we come to be involved in vending? Yeah, yeah, even uh, starting uh, before vending machines even existed. Yeah, <laughs> like you say, I mean, you know, 1855 when he when he started, that was in plumbing uh, and valves and yeah. uh, making things like that. Um, 1985 is when they got into vending. Yeah. So, um, 1985 they bought Unidynamics. And they also, which uh, fed into a merchandising side of the business, which yep. was known as National Vendors, and that's right. what became Crane National Vendors. Yeah. Uh, so that was, let's say, 1985 when they started into that section. Yeah. Into that section. Right. Uh, and then, you know, that's. I've turned a look to see when what the first Crane National Vendors machine was, and I can't, I can't find it. But my first experience of it. Like I say, in the late eighties, was the uh, NV two thousand, which was the National Vendors two thousand hot drinks machine, right. big clunky buttons, uh, and it yeah, actually yeah. delivered ice for your uh, for your iced cold drinks. Yeah, I right. remember as a as a kid playing roller hockey, um, and I always used to pester my mother or my father to 
I went and had an ice drinking after the uh, training session. Yeah. And it, I, it was amazing how the ice came down the chute into the cup. So the cup would drop, ice would come down, and the cold drink into it. And that oh. was an NV2000. Oh, well, how funny that, because they're all the rage now, aren't they? The yeah. <laughs> it's amazing how technology comes around. And yeah, yeah. I think if you, if you look back through the history of Crane, there's lots of innovations that we've created that probably at the time were just not right for the market. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then they've been, they've come on to become a niche um, innovation, which, which is now not suitable for what we do, but obviously suits other markets. Yeah, yeah. The other thing that Crane are very um, big on doing, we, we obviously acquire businesses, and that's probably where you see Crane as it is today as a vending manufacturer. Yeah. Um, Acquired many, many manufacturers, but Stentfield, which is the premises we're in today, was a coffee provider into the UK. Um, and uh, Crane brought them together and brought National Vendors and uh, Stentfield together. Mm-hmm. Uh, when was that, Bing David? So that was, so the, that was 1999 into 2000. So yep. Stentfield was formed, I think it was 1990, 1991. Um, and Stentfield were a customer of Crane National Vendors. So they right, were okay. buying the Crane National Vendors equipment, but then repackaging it a little yeah. bit. Um, and the Crane National Vendors hot drinks machines at the time were big beasts of a machine. So it was like the hot, hot drink center, which yeah. was huge, which was great for the American market, uh, but not so much for the European market. Yeah. And Stenterfield had found that niche that they produced these smaller hot drinks machines, uh, freestanding, uh, yeah. and then they were mating them up to the Shopatron and the Snack Center range. So um, uh, it was an, it was a good mix. Crane yeah. National Vendors were like, yeah, let's let's look at that business. So in the UK, Crane National Vendors was at Lydham St. Anne's, so right. over in the Northwest. Yeah. Um, all the machines were made in America and shipped in uh, to Lydham St. Anne's to the docks uh, and then distributed uh, out across the country. Yeah. Uh, so when they bought Stenterfield, we've got this massive manufacturing plant. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we actually closed the Lytham St. Anne's depot down and then came down here. And I think within the first two years of, of being down here, they doubled the size of this, this premises that we're at today. Right. Um, so really heavily invested into uh, this business, into these premises, into the people down here and into the existing manufacturing plant. And we'll, you know, we can show you uh, through the viewing uh, windows of you know, what's, uh, what we're doing out there. What's the key to Crane's success? So for me, what really sums up Crane as a, as a manufacturer is quality and reliability. It's, yeah. it's the, we live and breathe it every day. It's the focus of, the, of, of all of Crane, uh, not, not just our vending division, but all of our divisions, uh, yeah. we, we have a huge focus on delivering quality, reliable products, uh, which which obviously then give a very good return on the investment from an operator like yeah. refreshment yeah, systems. Yeah. I and mean, that's the reason why you invest in our equipment, because yeah. <laughs> it gives you longe- longevity. Um, obviously, then then you add on top of that innovation that Crane have brought to market over the years, and yeah. you, have, you have a very good product uh, that is suitable for so many different markets. So public locations, business, B&I locations. It's, it's got many different locations and you can fit the machine yeah. and, and deliver a very good product. Yeah. Um, there's also a switch of focus really in, in the last few years in that the reality is what we're trying to do is deliver a, a machine which talks to the consumer. Yeah. And maybe that's something which is different to vending 10, 15 years ago 
when the consumer didn't really have a great experience when they went to the machine, it was all quite simple, really. They, they yeah, put yeah. their number in and uh, they got their product and they walked away. Yeah. Uh, but 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 user interfaces are really important now. So how do we yeah. talk to that consumer? So is that through marketing information? Is that through the allergen information we provide them? It's really important that the consumer knows what they're buying before they put their money in, in the slot. Yeah. Uh, and then Crane being at forefront and delivering some of that innovation, particularly on our, on our media range, and yeah, yeah. towards touchscreen technology, which yeah, yeah. Crane are one of the first manufacturers to move to uh, touchscreen technology, technology yeah. on our machines. Yeah, and, and screen size is, is, is something that obviously you guys have, have yeah. led that in terms of getting bigger screens so people can actually see what, because obviously we, in the old days with the tiny screens, even when screens came in, it was really hard to see what was going on. <laughs> no, and, and, and there's a real balance between, you know, big big screens are really important, yeah. but consumers all, also want to see the product in the machine. Yes. They yeah. need that confidence to see what they're buying. So yeah. there is a real balance between uh, the user interface giving them information, but also that consumer going, I can look in that glass window yeah. And I can see the product that I want to buy. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's really, I think that's really important in today's world. We want to know what we're buying. We yeah, want to yeah. know that, that it's, going to, it's going to be delivered by the machine. Uh, we need to deliver confidence in, in consumers' activity when they're, when they're vending machines. Yeah, absolutely. And and from our experience, glass fronted screens do drive sales because mm-hmm. when people can see, see a product, there's a higher chance of them buying something or buying an extra thing. So they might come for a snack, but they see a drink or they get told about a drink on the media screen, they also see the drink, they then end up buying both. Exactly. You buy, you buy with your eyes, don't you? Yeah, you, you absolutely. Know I mean? you, you know, even from when I, when I uh, did catering, you, know, you you don't look at a food product that's all messy and think, oh yeah, that looks great. Yeah. So it's the same thing as a consumer. If you see a, a nice clean machine, yeah. nice product, all faced up nicely, yeah. um, then you're going to buy from that machine, yeah, even if absolutely. it's at a higher price, yeah. I would go to a clean machine rather than something that looks a bit grubby yeah, yeah. and pay that bit more for it. I mean, I think we're all guilty of that when you go to your coffee shops and, and places. But like with the uh, Bedmax machine uh, and with the Snacks machine, where you've got the space to sales set up. Yeah. So I, I've done that on training courses before now where um, if you've got a machine that looks empty, it feels empty. It doesn't feel appealing. But with space to sales and it's shopping from from the selections, it actually yeah. faces the machine up and it still looks full and well represented. Uh, so that's certainly from the snaps and the, the bed maps. Yeah. But the other thing as well, um, you, you know, talking about innovation, when we brought Surebending, and our Surebending came just in, ask about that, Quite a few years ago now, I think that was uh, around about 2003, might have been slightly before that. Um, but sure then, because you know, you see the classic thing with the snacks machine of a packet crisp just hanging off the end. Yeah, yeah. And then you, you always see it in shaking movies or TV sets where the, the vending machine is there to be shaken. And, and <laughs> it's like, no, yeah. no let's represent um, vending in a good light. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, that's vending. So we put the nine sensors in the delivery bit yeah. so that if the product doesn't drop, the spirals will turn again yeah. to throw that product off the end if the operator hasn't stacked it yeah. um, quite quite correctly or there's something gone, gone wrong. Yeah. And heaven forbid, it doesn't bend because there's an issue. The customer gets the money back yeah. or they can spend the money on a, an alternative item. Yeah. So, you just know, some good. one of those days where you used to put your quid in and then it's like, no, absolutely. You get nothing back for it. 
And yeah. it's, it's going back to giving that consumer the confidence. Um, and, and, I, and I strongly believe going back 15, 20 years ago, consumers didn't have confidence when they went to a vending machine. Absolutely, yeah. All this technology, uh, Shorevend, uh, which, mm-hmm. is a, which was a crane innovation at the time, yeah. um, is massively important to give that yeah. consumer that confidence. You then add in the ability to show them the nutritional information, which uh, in today's world that we live in, that's really important, understanding what you're yeah. eating. Health yeah. and well-being, these are real key words at the moment. Yeah. And, and we all live and breathe every day. And we want to know what we're eating and what impact that, that's having on our health. Yeah. Um, we also need to understand allergens. So for all those people uh, that do have allergens, you don't want to buy a product unless you know what's in that product before you buy yeah. it. And the crane range and machine allows us to present that information yeah. to the consumer in, in the purchasing um, workflow. So I, yeah. think, I think that's really important that consumers do get that confidence, as I've said. Yeah, yeah. And, and obviously, I mean, there's a machine over there, which we can't see, um, that, that, that has more than just crisps, snacks and drinks in there now. Mm-hmm. It, it seems to be that vending can be used for anything. I mean, obviously, you've got to look at Japan and China. They, they, they do put pretty much anything, <laughs> anything in there. Yeah. <laughs> and I think in our industry, obviously, the last 12 months have been, been particularly difficult with the pandemic, 18 months probably more precisely. Yeah. Uh, we, we've seen a huge increase in vending uh, PPE products from the machine. So yeah. PPE, face masks, I mean, that's really had a big upturn. So the new, spiral vending machines are very versatile in terms yes. of what you can yeah. deliver. And as you've touched on, you've got the ability to deliver uh, face masks, um, bottles, food. It, it can vend pretty much most products yeah. you know, within reason. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but it, you know, distress items, it, 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 it delivers. It's a retail shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, absolutely. It's, it's a retail shop, and that's how it should be viewed. And I think maybe that's one of the biggest differences in the industry is that we, the word vending is a bit of a bad word. It should be used. We should be using yeah. unattended retail, or certainly be using retail more as a word because we're delivering products to the consumers. Yeah, yeah, if it, absolutely. If it can go in a spiral and it fits in the delivery bin, we we can pretty much vend yeah. it. So we get inquiries quite a lot, uh, and I, I've worked with uh, Steve Wright. At refreshment systems yeah. on a couple of uh, projects with uh, like the ambient food yeah, yeah uh, and the spirals now that doesn't fit between four spirals it doesn't fit between two spirals it's three which is then complex yeah um so worked with steve did some uh, work on the harnessing uh, for the motors and we could vend those, those products yeah. out so if it'll go in a spiral it'll vend paul was saying about uh, masks and, and glasses and uh, PPE stuff. Um, we've done COVID tests through the machines yeah. at some airports uh, around the United Kingdom as well uh, that are all branded up uh, right. with that particular brand. Yeah. But we've got a manufacturing plant in, um, it's called CPI Manchester, but yeah. it's yeah. actually in Oldham. It's a good distance away yeah. from uh, <laughs> Manchester, but uh, so. Uh, we've actually got a, mer- a merchant in there that's dispensing the gloves, the ear defenders, similar to what you've got on. Yeah. Um, so the team leaders go up with the cashless system. So yeah. each team leader's got a, uh, a key yeah. um, that they go up to the cashless system. They will vend off something. So they're not being charged for those products. Yeah. But somebody uh, back of house can actually look at Jamie Cochran's had three sets of headsets and he, he's had some gloves this week. Yeah. So they can account for that for his department. Yeah. So they can look at that costing. Whereas before they were going to the health and safety office 
and they were having to knock on the door, can I have some gloves, write it all down, quite old school. So, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, uh, so we're, we're practicing what we preach, we're not just trying to sell you a machine to use for those environments. Yeah. We actually utilize it ourselves within our own divisions and not just the vending division. So, you know, in, in any other facilities, that's a crane co-facility yeah. has our equipment in with our technologies because we, we believe in it. Yeah, brilliant. It's, it just shows the diversity of, of, of the machine. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think the key thing is that we're, we're trying to demonstrate that a vending machine is not just about sweets and chocolate. Yeah. You know, there's, there's many opportunities. You know, our, our traditional route with vending operators is snacks, confectionery, yeah, yeah, cans and bottles. But there's a whole world out beyond that. Uh, and, yeah. you know, Crane are doing a very good job in that in that space. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so uh, we kind of covered off the next question. So I'll... I'll um, Technology-wise, kind of what sets Crane apart? Um, is there anything kind of beyond what we've already spoke about that you'd say does set you apart? What I think is really critical is that our product line, um, we we have an electronics platform that sits across all those machines. Yeah. So that's a real significant element to that, in, in that we're, from, from an engineering point of view, it reduces the amount of training required, but yeah. it also allows us to develop on one platform um, and utilize the best of the capabilities across all our machine range. Right. So yeah. the electronics platform is absolutely critical. We touched on touchscreen, touchscreen technology. You know, we're the first manufacturer to have touchscreen technology across all our range of machines, so coffee, snacks, and cold drinks. Yeah. And in the world we live in right now, that's exactly where we need to be. Um, yeah, and absolutely. We're, and we're constantly looking to innovate in terms of that experience as well. So yeah. it's electronics platform is really critical. Uh, touchscreen technology. And then back to what we've talked about right at the start, quality and reliability, they are absolutely key to, to what we do as a business. Yeah, cool, brilliant. Um, tell me about Crane Sustainability and Corporate Responsibility Commitment. So first and foremost, mm. you know, we take it very seriously. It's, yep. uh, so first, it's, it's not just about machine. So we can all look to make machines um, improve in their efficiencies. Yeah. But it goes beyond that. We have to look beyond the machine. We have to look at our factories. We have to look at um, what, what are we doing as a, what are we doing as manufacturers day in day out. So we have targets in place for every single business right now to reduce our energy consumption. Uh, we have targets to reduce our water use, uh, and these are really critical things in the world we live in. So yeah. it's really key on the on the agenda. Uh, there is a, a document Crane has in place which talks about all this information. I think it's something maybe worth sharing with your customers so they can see all the, the um, initiatives that we're taking on board to drive improvements across all of our businesses. Yeah. In terms of the machines though, uh, right now the biggest change at the moment is moving to R290, which is a which is a change in, uh, in gases in our machines. So it's a movement to hydrocarbon, which drives uh, efficiency improvements and has uh, has less impact on the environment, actually has zero depletion on the ozone. So these are really critical things and it's uh, there's legislation which comes into effect on the 1st of January 2022. Crane yeah. are ready for that legislation change uh, yeah. and machines, both the Bedmax and Merchant, will be ready in R290 with a new gas. Yeah. So sustainability, yeah. as I said, it, it's the machines are really critical, but also it goes way beyond that. It's what we're doing in yeah. our factories day in, day out. Yeah. How do we reduce our energy consumption? Uh, it's how do we deal with our waste management? Uh, we, we, and we cover all those factors in, in every single one of our businesses. Yeah. Brilliant, because it obviously to us as a company, um, sustainability is huge, um, and we don't just 
we don't just look to work with companies that have quality kit like yourselves. We, mm-hmm. it's, it's a bit more than that. So stuff like the sustainability, corporate responsibility commitment is is huge to us. Um, yep. And it plays a massive part in, in, in who we work with and why we work with people. Um, yeah, and I think it's... Oh, sorry. And, sorry yeah. <laughs> and further, I think also we touch on equality and things like that as well. I mean, yeah. we're really looking at So that, there's some yeah. you know, real key items that Crane are looking at all the time. Yeah. How do we how do we do the right things? Um, you know, obviously it's, it's about employing the right people to do the jobs. Yeah. But we need to make sure we're, we're covering uh, across all diversities of people. Absolutely, yeah. Cool. Um, What's the Crane Fund for Widows and Children? Right, so that was a, an organisation, well, it was started by uh, the Richard Teller's grandchildren. So they just wanted to put back into the communities, um, into underrepresented places, in areas where, where they operate. Yeah. So. Uh, wherever the crane are operating around the world, they're always wanting to put back. And it's it's to put back into what's close to the associates as well. Yeah. So we have a, a bit of a say, um, or a chance of a say into where that money goes. So yeah. we can nominate certain charities and it's not just the big charities, it's whatever's close to our hearts so we can uh, put a nomination in uh, and if it goes through and it becomes successful as a nomination then funds will be uh, diverted to that particular charity uh, and they they put millions um, across into, into those charities wow so, brilliant so yeah it's, and it's been going for for many many years yeah um, and i think they're the biggest shareholder of crane well, so right. you know, they're, they're, they're bringing the money in, <coughs> investing it, yeah. and then redistributing. Wonderful! I think that's amazing. That's brilliant. It, it's a it's a truly great story, and it, you know, it touches lots of lots of people. I think um, what what's really for me, what's really good about that fund is that every associate has the the ability to make an application to yeah. that fund. Um, so uh, for a charity which is close to their own hearts, yeah, you know, so um, you know, I think local in, in this. In our own business, uh, five or six associates have um, nominated people mm-hmm. close to their hearts. Now, Dave worked with uh, Diamond Black Foundation in Ireland. Uh, I work with a um, charity called SMA because it's very close to my heart. And, and it's wonderful that we're able to give these charitable charities money, which does make a big difference to what yeah. they do. And it does really make mm-hmm. a difference. Uh, yeah. right. You know, and um, on top of that, we also. We also have got, we give up our own time, or the business gives up time, I should say. No, we don't give our own time. We give up time to go into the local communities and support projects as well. Uh, Crane uh, are happy to give the local uh, workforce the time to go and do these, I guess, initiatives again. It's probably yeah, the best so, way to support yeah. local charities. Um, so go, go down in, so I think locally here, there's been some church organizations uh, where the local church need, are needing the basements for some um, activities in the evenings and you know for our mental well-being or anything like that and they need the basement space but they've asked uh, put out into the community is there anybody that can help with a clearing the basement yeah and taking the stuff away taking it to the tip or distributing it around and there's associates from the chippenham 
uh, factory floor that had been down there and, had, and given a day's labour to, right, let's, let's clear all this away. Um, so I've been given a day off to go and, to, and, go and do that. The trainer are fully behind you doing that sort of action. Yeah, it is yeah. driven by Crane Co. You know, it's a directive to, to all associates to, to volunteer your own time. Volunteer time into the local communities and make a difference. Yeah, coming together—it's great because you get to work with your with your colleagues to support local charities. And I think it's really yeah. important that we give up time to help yeah. others. You know, we're, yeah, no, we're all very fortunate. I think people that work with Ukraine, we're very fortunate. We work for a very good business. Um, so, but to give up some of our time, a small amount of our time, to make a difference in someone else's life is is really important. Yeah, yeah, ace. I love that. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. Um, and what can we look forward to? in 2022 with Crane or next year? I think Paul touched on it a little bit. So the, the, um, the new technology that's coming in, certainly right at the beginning of the year, is the new hydrocarbon refrigerant gas. I mean, it's not glamorous or anything like that. It's yeah. just a, a new refrigerant. So, so what, yeah. what about it? But you know, when you talk about a ozone depletion number of less than three is, uh, is what the R290, uh, gases compared to, you know, numbers of in the thousands of what the old gases are. So right. that's what's coming in, uh, certainly at the beginning of the year, and that's in the bed max and in the merchant, which makes them more sustainable, you know, better for the environment, uh, and just keep, keeps that reliability there as well. So, you know, it's, it's doing what it should do, and in an environmentally friendly way. So that's yeah. one of the first things that's coming in at the beginning of the year. Yeah, so I think that's probably the biggest <clears throat> innovation in terms of uh, something physical, which is going to make a difference. Yeah. Uh, everything else will be, you know, as touched on, you know, it's been challenging time. So really the next year is about sustaining equipment, delivering quality, delivering yeah. reliability, supporting our operators in the field. You know, how can we provide more training? So there'll be a lot of work around those activities to make our operators better at what they do yeah. in the marketplace as well. You know, yeah. first time fix rate. If we can improve the first time fix rate RSL, that has yeah. a huge impact not only on the environment but on your customer. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. you know, that's really important mm-hmm. that we will continue to deliver on those those promises, promises and commitments to the market. Yeah. A bit like yourself, investing in the uh, equipment that we've got surrounding us today. Yeah. Um, we we invested heavily in camera equipment and microphone equipment so that we could do online training, as in yeah. live streaming training, yeah, yeah. Uh, as what we would normally have done in classroom uh, environments. So we've done that and we've delivered some of that around the world. Um, and we've also done some video content that can be uh, uploaded and then downloaded by your technicians as well. So right, we're doing yeah. um, like the Crane University of, uh, of section so little, I haven't seen one as to, I think they're about 15 minute long, right. uh, little training sections. And that's based on what we've been talking to um, your technicians at uh, RSL and, and even the, yeah, that can be then put into sales training as well. Yeah. You know, um, so we can do, if, if you say we'd really like a, a, a training session on your allergens or you know like with the hot drinks and we've, we've spoke about the bed maps and the merchants our hot drinks we've got the touch screen on there yeah. which is like the coffee feel but that's got nutritional information on yeah so yeah. that the sales people need to know about so that they can sell that into you know why, why buy 
the crane coating above anything else because of this technology and what's available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. cool. Hey. Yeah, Sorry. and then just one last thing, I yeah, yeah. just touch on coating there, but we'll also continue to push Linnea, our, our tabletop solution into the market. Um, yeah. You know, that's a fairly new product to, to us, uh, yeah. and we'll, we'll, we'll continue to really de deliver that over the next 12 months and, and mm -hmm. see if we can make an impact in the marketplace. Yeah, 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 brilliant. Um, well, as, as you can see, Crane are a powerhouse in the coffee vending world. It's they do genuinely, from my experience and from my knowledge of the market, they, they provide some of the best equipment out there. Um, if you use the vending machine, there's there's a probability it was a crane. They do lose quality and are ultra reliable, which is why we use so many of the machines because we know we're not going to have any issues, we're not going to have any problems with them. Um, and it's, it's it's good to see a company that's so, so steeped in history, but also um, has used that history and experience to develop some of the technology that we see and deal with today. Um, yeah, it's great. Um, thanks for your time today, guys. It's a pleasure as always. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yes. Thanks a lot. This podcast has been brought to you by Refreshment Systems Limited, edited by Isaac Lunyo and Evan Church, produced by Steve May, host Jamie Cochran, with special thanks to David Bamford, Paul Shattuck, and Crane Merchandising Systems.